0: Well, edition of the Sullivan Way podcast brought to you by yours truly Benjamin Sullivan and tonight I want to talk to each and every one of you about being a disappointment and why being a disappointment is on is only temporary. It's only temporary. See we get so wrapped up into titles and materials and we get so wrapped up into the present that we sabotage our future I did this as a young person you see when I got out of high school I was not very mature I was making bad decisions in high school and doing things in high school that that I shouldn't have been doing you know I wasn't selling no drugs doing anything like that but I was uh, just doing things that typical kids are doing, and I developed a lot of lazy habits. So, when I got to college, those habits followed me and I flunked out. So, after I flunked out of college, I was embarrassed, I was humiliated. I went a fall and spring semester and got a 0.0 G grade point average. I, I, I couldn't believe it. That I couldn't do anything, but at that time I was in such a daze, and I was just really afraid that I was going to get exposed, and I did. And I started working at a Burger King and started, um, you know, getting into wrestling. And I was doing the independent stuff for a little bit, and you know, the independent stuff was basically like a, a release from my reality. It was fun, but it didn't pay my bills. So I got some other jobs like Walmart, and and I started working offshore. And I was just kind of walking around, young still, not with a lot of purpose. Um. Once I, you know, my my I, I, I attached football and who I was at at Lumberton, where I'm from. To my identity, that's what I was and once I lost that I basically couldn't find myself, I didn't know who I was so when I joined the service when I joined the service I felt like it was an opportunity for me to go back to school and get my degree at some point. I didn't know how I was gonna do it or when I was gonna do it, but I just, that was my goal. When I joined the army I was fit and in shape and was running, you know, 12, 13 minute, two miles, and I was a PT stud. And I always loved that aspect of them of the service. And I was, you know, kind of like the top dog, kind of how I was at Lumberton. So I identified with that and I got complacent with that throughout my whole entire military career. And then once I started, you know, looking and thinking about my future and started looking at people that I grew up around or who was my age or younger than me, once I saw them graduating, those whole thoughts that I was thinking while working in fast food, in retail, and even in the oil field, I started feeling like I was an extreme disappointment. Like my life was not as significant as the people that I grew up around, who were doing good things with themselves, getting their education. The bot, the 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 you know, your mind can trick you and make it and, and really bring you down into the dumps if you have a, a real negative mindset or if you have or, or if you're just unsure about yourself i knew the mistake i had made and i knew the that what my plan was which was to join the service but i still felt like i was a disappointment and even though i had a plan So, you know, four years turns into, you know, five years. And five years turns to six years. I get married. Okay. And actually, I got married and and divorced. And then um, I got remarried. And then I have responsibilities. So, I have to stay in the service a little longer because I don't want to uproot my family and I got to be able to provide and I got to be able to provide insurance for all for everyone and do all that stuff so I stayed in due to my family and I started feeling like you know I'm not really doing anything for myself but one thing about it I am doing something for my family so my family really helped me not feel so bad about myself because I felt like I had a purpose I felt like I was doing something good, right? Um, Maybe not for myself, but I was doing something good for everyone and trying to do things to make sure that my family had everything that they needed, no matter what. And in the seventh year, I asked my wife, I said, sweetie, I don't wanna re-enlist. And my time is coming up to get out. Don't want to re-enlist again. I figured that will be my second or third time maybe re-enlisting. And she said, we well, don't do it. And I said, I want to go back to school now. And she told me, I think that's the best thing you can do. You see, I would have went back to school in 2010. But, you know, the person that I was with at the time in 2010 kind of taught me out of it. And I wasn't sure as a man, young man. I wasn't sure about myself in 2010 because of all the choices I had made, which I was not making the right choices and I wasn't sure about myself. I lost my confidence with who I was because again, I wasn't B.J. Sullivan, the football player. I was just B.J. Sullivan, the guy. And I never knew, I never knew how to deal with that Never knew how to deal with that. So, I decided I wasn't going to go, wasn't going to do it. And, obviously, I left her alone. And then, when my wife told me that, I felt so, I felt so rejuvenated. Right? And I felt like I had ran my course in the military. I know there was going to be a big adjustment for my family, but We were prepared, and once I got out, wasn't really sure how I was gonna feel, and, but I knew I was making the right decision. I had been in school for a year, so it wasn't like I was getting out of the military and just now starting. I had been here for a year, taking some classes after school and stuff, and I felt like I was ready. I felt like I was ready. I, felt, I didn't feel like a disappointment like I did, you know, some in my military career where I felt like people were still passing me and I was staying the same. That was the thing that always bothered me was that I felt like I was staying the same and being stagnant while other other people were moving up the ladder and doing so many good things. And I felt like I was just sitting here in a job getting a check but I really wasn't doing anything to really improve my situation. I still, a lot of times when I was in the military, I still felt like that same kid who had just dropped out of college. I still felt like I was, like I felt like I was being that same disappointment to all my people that knew me and loved me. And once I got out of the military, I didn't feel like a disappointment because I knew that I could become a full-time student but then there comes the, 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 the job situation right so now I got to get a job when I got out of the military they have the soldier for life thing where you go there and they tell you how you need to transition out of the military And you go on there, and I remember one thing that that, that stuck out to me, and it always will stick out to me, is they will give you a tier of where you are. One, two, three, and four. If you're on tier one, you're an entry-level person. If you're tier two, you are a person paid probably with an associate's degree. If you're tier three, you have a bachelor's. And if you're tier four, you have a master's degree, like you're like a a speech therapist, occupational therapist, physical therapist, doctor, something like that. If you're tier three, like a nurse or something like that, and tier two is like a department manager or something like that, or somewhere in retail or something like that. But if you're pure, if you're tier one, you're just basically a person going into a really entry level, uh, uh, just an entry level job. When I looked at that, I felt like I, I knew then I was making the right decision by getting out of the military because I had did seven years in the military, and I still had no skills that translated to the civilian world. And here again, in my head, I felt like I'm of such a disappointment. I yeah, I've been in the military, I've done my service, I'm in the best shape of my life, but I've, I've still not, I haven't accomplished anything in the world to be able to support and take care of my family so when i got out of the military and then i started a job I, I had to start a job working at a grocery store stock of shells overnight now here i am i'm a full-time student i think i'm a sophomore in college at this time because i had been in school for a year but you could only take six nine hours a semester can't take a whole lot of hours when you're in the military because you don't really have the time because you got to go to class when you're an undergrad, right? So here I am and and, and I'm stocking shells again and I'm like doggone, I'm right here where I was in 2008. Here I am feeling like I'm a disappointment and I feel like I'm less than less than a man less than I done all these things and served my country and I'm I'm still basically the same guy I was. I quit that job. I worked at Target and then, you know, I kind of would be ashamed to work at Target because here I was older and I thought people would look at me weird because I was, you know, working at Target, obviously a low-wage job and I was getting my disability through the military but still needed to work and do but you know I felt like I was not necessarily disappointed I felt like a loser but I still was in the military See, I still was still was in college making all A's and doing whatever, everything I needed to do but I still felt like I was a disappointment I was coaching on the weekends those boys really brought me through college and they really helped me not think about my situation and how I felt about myself but now that I can reflect on all that and I can think about all the things I've been through and all the things I've seen and I probably left some things out people being a disappointment or feeling like you're disappointed that's temporary, man. I used to think to myself, foolishly, like if I would have just went to college, I could have been in a higher position than I am in right now. That's very true. But if I had done that, I probably wouldn't have met the people that I met. And I don't ever regret meeting those people while I was in the, while I was active duty in the army. And the experiences that I had while I was active duty and the places I've seen and the places I went, I don't regret that. First time I got on a plane was when I joined the service. People, it's amazing. It's amazing. What people do to themselves to try to fit a narrative and to try to fit in to what other people believe and think when they don't care, no way. They just say something good or say something bad to you in passing. The fact of the matter is, being a disappointment is temporary. You can make a bad choice, you can make a bad decision, but that does not define you who you are. And you may have to make some serious sacrifices for your life to get back on track and do the things that you want to do. Your dream is not denied. Sometimes the dream is just delayed. And I I don't understand why people get into these to these these slumps (laughs) and if you don't have somebody that's strong on your side those slumps can last for years and it's just a downward spiral where you continue to make bad decisions and you continue to make bad choices you really got to understand that being a disappointment is temporary Life is not about titles. Life is about making choices. And even if you obtain a job, you're not going to want to stay in that job forever unless it's just a cush job and it's comfortable and you're making the money you need to make and you're working the hours you you want to work. But sometimes we get so stuck into trying to move up the ladder, which I have been, that you forget about the things that really matter in life. What really matters in life is the people who love and care about you and your mental health and, and, and the belief that you could do anything you would do anything and, and, and gaining that confidence within yourself and believing in yourself. The things that matter in life. You need to hold close to those things and, and and grab them and 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 clutch them and try to never let them go because a job doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter. I look at things now where I say to myself, I always thought that if I got my bachelor's degree I would you know my life would just be perfect I would be in my dream job they don't it don't it don't it don't work that way when you're sitting there and you're trying to tell a student to do something and they cock an attitude with you or cuss you out you don't think like that in that moment being a disappointment to people who you love it does hurt But you can redeem yourself. And sometimes, if you don't redeem yourself to them, redeem yourself for yourself. That's the person that matters the most. And I think we lose sight of that. And I think we, as parents and as uh, just adults and as just human human beings, we... Look at a mistake that a kid makes and we dwell on it and we give bad advice of how to improve your situation because we want to be too prideful to go a different direction or go a different route. And then what happens is when you're prideful with other people's lives and you're telling them that you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't, go that route about it you should just just do something else and forget about it you're hurting that kid we all have made bad choices and if if we can get an avenue and try to improve our situation we need to try to do that we need to try to steer kids that way there is no end-all, be-all in this world. Now, if you do something, you break the law, and you have to go to jail or something like that, but even the people that go to jail, they can be redeemed. Only in this country is is it where you go to jail for, forever and ever and forever because you sell sold drugs 25, 30 years ago, does that mean that you're not redeemed you should spend the rest of your life in prison? No. We take 30 years to kill a person who's on death row, who has changed three different times, especially if you believe that people change every 10 years. I mean, people are redeemable. We don't have to bury people and take their livelihood because of something they say because of something they do and, and and off with their head we don't have to do that to people because they make a mistake and I'm talking in a sense of just kids making bad choice we don't have to do that there are ways to go to college without running the football There are ways to go to college without shooting a basketball. There are ways to do anything in this world. You can do whatever you want to do. You just got to have some money and debt for sure. You got to have somebody that's going to back you. Now, easier said than done. We all know that. We all know that it's easier said than done. But people, stop telling people that your life, Your life is all it's changed forever and you're never going to be able to go back to school and you're never going to be able to go do this because you got kids or because you got responsibilities so you're going to have to just accept something all those years I was in the military and I was thinking that I was a disappointment not realizing that I was a part of one of the greatest organizations there was to be in and I was around some of the funniest people that I've probably ever been around. And I was able to go get by my, my degree and my education. If it wouldn't have been for the military, I wouldn't have been able to do any of that. Because I didn't have to ask somebody for no money to go back to school. I was able to pay for it, get a bachelor's and, and a master's with it. So people remember, the it ain't about... When you finish. It's just if you finish. You have time. To go get that dream job. You can do that. You have. There are a lot. You create avenues for yourself. And you might have thought you wanted to have a dream job. And realize that you know what. Through some other experience. That you want to do something else. Stop limiting yourself. To a dream or a goal that you had five years ago. I carried a lot of of disappointment and pain with me throughout my whole 20s because I felt like I wasn't good enough. Because I wasn't a football player anymore so people didn't love me and care about me the same as they did before. It it was, it, it hurt. because I didn't know how to just be BJ Sullivan the the, the person I knew I wanted to be in school especially after I dropped out and especially after I couldn't go back because I didn't have any money to go back and you feel so alone because you feel by yourself and now you got to hit the ground running you barely got a car you barely got a place to stay we got to stop I, I will say this, there is a way to do things, but we have to stop condemning people, especially young people, when they make a bad choice. I know that a lot of people may not want to hear that because you want to say that, hey, you got to learn the hallway. No, you should not be allowing your kids or anybody for that matter. To feel like they are alone Because of a choice that they made Because you know what That kid can go back to school And they can go and get their degree And they can pass you From an educational standpoint They can pass you You're talking to a person That's about to have two master degrees Ten years ago I had nothing Five years ago I was just in college. And then, you know, you can't rush the process. You really can't. When I was sitting there stocking shelves at Target, feeling like I was still not good enough, I don't know why I felt like that because I was doing what I wanted to do. I was still going to school. still was getting good grades. But you you, you want things to happen so bad so fast and you know it just don't happen like that but if you stay the process and that's the problem if you stay the course if you trust the process things will improve for you during my whole my life I knew I made some bad choices that's why I can tell kids that I coach that you need to understand how the GPA system works. You need to understand how the ACT system works. You need to understand that you have to be able to score a certain level on these courses to receive a certain level on your ACT to get into the college to be able to take college level work. Because it's not like high school. Because, you know, some kids are not on that trajectory to go to college to do college level work. Some kids are just trying to go to college just to you know excuse me some kids are just going to high school just to just to get a diploma and just say that they got their high school diploma. People you didn't make it just because you graduated high school. I have always told my kids great job and hey congratulations but you know what you stayed in my house, you ate my food, I took care of you and I sent you to school. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. Now Getting in college is how you're going to have to compete with the people in the world. It just is. And that's how I feel. So that's why I was talking about my last uh, episode about how people talk about education don't matter. It does matter. And different strokes, different folks. But for me, I, again, I, got out of, I did it all that time in the military and got out and still didn't have anything that really translated to the world unless it was an entry-level job. And, I, and then I realized being down in that basement at the Welcome Center at Fort Seal that I want to be like my wife. My wife inspired me. My wife was a, is a speech therapist and she is so smart and so competent at her job and people really respect her within the profession and I I knew that I wanted to elevate myself because I was a soldier in the military but I wanted people to revere me like they looked at her so when you are with a woman that is doing something with themselves and they are on this high, this level, you want to get up there with them I've been married for, you know Almost nine years and I'm just now, you know, I just really now feel like I'm there. Now, she's never made me feel like I'm less than her. But as a man, you, 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 you feel like you, you know, you know, when you are with a woman that you got to elevate yourself. and, And that's, that's what people, you know, have to understand that, you know, you may be a disappointment. You may feel like you're a disappointment, but don't keep making bad decisions And trying to do things to impress people or impress women and impress people that don't have your best interests at heart. Don't try to sit there and to uh, go all out for folks and you're not really going all out for yourself because you know what? You owe it to yourself to try to be your absolute best. We all owe it to ourselves to try to be our absolute best. And if you are with somebody... Who wants to build with you. Who wants you to try to be your absolute best. It makes me and my wife. Better for me to be my best. Just like for her to be her best. It makes our family better. It helps our kids be better. It puts us in situations where we are able to afford. And do for ourselves. And for our family. And give our kids. What we didn't have. Even though we had. But we both had great parents but your 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 job is to give your kids more than you got I got a lot but my kids get a lot more than I did don't harbor that 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 that, that, that disappointment within yourself because you made a bad choice figure out an avenue talk to people ask questions don't be ashamed Own what you did Because that's where I That's where I messed up I didn't own what I did I tried to make the excuses I tried to avoid the situation I should have took it head on And then maybe Who knows Maybe I didn't need to go to the army But because of the situation And that feeling of feeling like I was isolated And kind of by myself And I feel like that's what I needed to do Was it hard? It was absolutely very hard, but I I made the right decision by driving to my mom's house, parking my car in her driveway and and getting in a car with a friend to drive me to New Orleans to the mail station. That was the right thing to do, but I didn't see that then. There is all. There is never too late to try to be success to, to to try to be successful to reach your destination. Is never too late. You can do it. We all can do it. And if you're, if people want to tell you that, well, you gotta make this X amount of dollars to look. Listen, you'll work your way and work your 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 work yourself. Down to the bone and nobody will care and if you're around and you're with people that just want to take, take, take and they need you to help them live a certain lifestyle that's great but you better make sure that that person can also be there for you when you want to do what you need to do for yourself because if they're not able to give you that you need to get rid of them. I'm fortunate. I, had a, I have a wife that did, and I have a wife now that I have to talk about things with her. I have to, uh, we have to have an open dialogue about my life decisions and my professional decisions, just like she does with me. But I see all too often people get a certain job and they don't like the job, but they stay because their spouse or their girlfriend wants them to stay in that job because of a certain amount of money they're making, but they're miserable. People, you're not doing yourself any favors by staying in a situation that's going to make you miserable. You know, you may not make the most money in the world, but if you can get up every day and do something that you like to do, that's awesome. But also at the same time, when I got my degree and I became a teacher, I knew it wasn't going to make the most money in the world, but I also knew when I became a teacher that I was going to do something that I wanted to do which was coach and I also got my degree to, to just for myself to 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 really redeem the mistake and the bad choice that I made by dropping out in 2007 That was the worst decision I ever made. I should have never did it, but I did. And we have to look at our failures. We have to hang our failures just like we hang our success. Because when you see that failure, I believe that it it should drive you and push you each and every day to try to get better. But don't let people hold something over your head and make you feel like you weren't good enough and that your life is over because you didn't go to class or because you got in trouble with the law or or did anything. If you're able to get back on your feet and do something for yourself, find your dreams. do, Do your dreams, be realistic. Live your dream. I I wrestled. I was going all over the Southeast. I'm a big wrestling fan. I became a wrestler and was getting on shows and getting booked for shows. And it, it was the thing that probably kept me from, you know, not going insane and probably losing my mind. But I did do it. Didn't pay a lot of money, obviously. But do the things that make you happy. Don't harbor all that resentment. I'm not saying to forget about it, but I'm saying that your failures can propel your life in a way sometimes that your success can't because those failures keep you focused. It keeps you hungry. And it makes you realize, it makes you just realize that you never want to feel that feeling ever again. We all have disappointed people. We all have felt like we have been a disappointment to somebody or to ourselves. but always remember being a disappointment don't last.